Here with head coach of the Sanford Bulldogs, Bucky McMillan. Coach, take me through um, what pushed you into getting into coaching after your playing career at Birmingham Southern. I actually coached while I was playing, coach AU basketball. And um, so I always tell people, you know, I know I'm a college coach now, but really my heart was a, maybe an AU coach before I was even a high school coach. And, uh, you know, those are the days of 15 passenger vans and 10-hour bus rides and, you know, being a responsible for 15, 17-year-old kids at 21 years old. And I loved every second of it. Some of the most fun I've ever had was, co was those first teams I coached in AU. So I did that when I got – done playing, I said, I already knew what I wanted to do was jump right into coaching. What pushed you immediately into that to start coaching AAU basketball while you're in college? I've just always loved the game of basketball. I yeah. put so much time into the game and, um, you know, I just, I just love being around it. Like, you know, everyone got to find their flow state somewhere and get that adrenaline going and, and basketball does it for me. When you become a head high school basketball coach, were you already thinking in your head of one day coaching in college or were you just focused on the there now? I never really looked at it to the next step of that. I just always, you know, when I was in my job, I just, you know, it's funny because I, I was looking at some of the high school stuff now. And sometimes when you're in it, it seems like it is your whole world. Mm -hmm. When you step out of it and you're able to look at it, it's like, okay, maybe it wasn't the whole world. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And um, so whatever job you're in, I feel like you feel like that is your whole world. Absolutely. And, um, you know, this opportunity obviously came along. And right now, this is my whole world. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, that sustained success. How were you able to keep it at the at the high school level for that long, the, that many state championships and competing at that level? We had awesome kids, right? We we really did. We had we had really good kids and good players, but just, just really were made of the right stuff that equates to long-term winning. It's not a coincidence when you see some of these programs, even in college, that have those 20-win seasons every year. You're going to find out that they're usually high character people. They're unselfish people. They work mm -hmm. hard. All those intangibles because they're different between a lot of these college basketball teams. It's like that much, right? You know, what I mean, it's really like that much. And so, what separates? Really, what separates is what? How does a team? How do players, individuals handle when things don't go their way? Mm -hmm. that, that's really what separates. How do you handle it when it doesn't go your way? And um, if you have the right people, they know how to handle that. They're not going to quit on you. They're going to keep playing. They're going to persevere. And uh, it's the story of our season this year, right? We, we had a good start. We had some injuries, went through a losing streak, but we had the right people that could turn it around and persevere. Mm -hmm. You had an unconventional route for most Division One coaches. What was it like getting your name thrown in the running for this head basketball job coming from the high school ranks rather than working your way up as an assistant through college or something like that? Good question. You know, I've, people, I've asked, been asked that. You know, I've always number one believed in myself. So, you know, I always, I'd always knew that an opportunity in basketball, regardless of the level, I, I knew I could be successful. Um, but you know, it, it's an honor because this place is, you know, five minutes from my house. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's got an incredible administration. It's got an athletic director that's phenomenal. We've got a presence that is great. So. If you could have drawn up a place to go from high school to college, and I'm actually, I live in Mountain Brook. That's where I coach high school basketball. And Sanford's actually closer to my house than Mountain Brook High School. So, you know, that's like a dream situation. You know? Absolutely. And then to be here with uh, the people here, and the people here want to win. Sanford, mm -hmm. you know, if you look at it, Sanford, we won it in football this year, the conference championship. Won it in, in women's soccer. Won it in volleyball, right? 
minimally we're co-champs right now at the league in, in men's basketball, right? Mm -hmm. So like it's a school that wins and so that's always good. Absolutely. Coach, you talked about a little bit um, of adversity, right? Yeah. Facing adversity and how do you respond to that? Your kids have already responded very well to that when you saw it in late November, early December, faced some injuries, lost seven straight basketball games. Yet despite that, you're 21 and nine. How do you get the guys to rally heading into conference tournament play after seven straight losses? Yeah. I think the focus has always got to be on getting better. If you focus on winning or losing, and that's the end all, then you know, you're going to become complacent when you win, right? And then sometimes when you lose, you don't have the right attitude that we got to get in the gym and continue to work because you're down on, you're focused on your results. You mm. can't focus on your results. Even today we play Furman, it's going to be about how we play, right? Like, I, you know, if we play well, things take care of themselves. You can play well and lose, but, you know, you got to strive to play, to play your best at all times and to get better. We want to be better next week in the conference tournament than we are today. We want to be better today than we were last game with Chattanooga. Yes, sir. I, I think if that approach is permeated throughout your program, then the pressure of winning and losing isn't as great. And so when you go through adversity that people would consider adversity, which would be losing basketball games, you're, you're, you're still focused on doing the right things to right the ship. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you about a little bit more adversity than that, just one bad stretch through a season. What about in your first year, six and 13, so many issues with COVID, um, in your first year after having all the success that you've had in high school, what were the lows of that like? And how'd you propel the team forward to that next year already get a 21 season? I actually think we, we, we win now and we won last year because of our first year. I really believe that. Um, sometimes you, when a program gets going, it's not the, the year it got going, there's something in the past that you may not known at the time was a reason that your program won, you know, mm -hmm. whether it can be for anybody, be dismissing certain players that can hurt you short term, whether it's, you know, you know, doing certain things that are going to be a negative short term for you, but can be a positive long term. And are you willing to do it? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to put the program first? Are you going to put the team first? Right. Are you going to put the individual first? It's always got to be you got to make the best decision for the program first at all times. And that way, the team that is currently playing can flourish and individuals can flourish if you, if you have that mindset. But when you kind of get that order flipped, mm -hmm. well, the best decision right now for this team is to do this, um, irrespective of what the program really needs. You know, we're going to play players who haven't acted right, done that, just to win a game. Well, what happens is you can't have a successful program. You just can't have Love it. that. And yeah. so I think if you, if you make every decision that way, and essentially what we're talking about is making a long-term decision, then you can have long-term winning. If you're going to have a make short-term decisions, you make a short-term win, but you'll never win long-term, right? And so for us, we wanted to build something that is sustainable. And I think you, you see that when, when you have that, your teams are always going to improve. And last year we did the same thing. Like we won like 10 of our last 12, mm -hmm. right? We we're, uh, won 15 of our last 17 this year, hopefully 16 of our last 18 after yes. today. But um, you know, that that's what a program is not a team it's about a program mm -hmm. yeah. you've utilized the transfer portal very successfully two of your five leading scorers logan aj were a part of that six win team the other three have been guys that you've been able to pull in from the transfer portal two of them from the power six ranks when you bring in a guy like quez glover from florida who averaged 19 points a game last year numbers are down a little bit this year but cl critic clearly critical to your team's success even in his injuries 
How quickly did you know, wow, we've got a special talent here when he arrived on campus for you? I knew Quez Glover was a special talent well before he arrived on campus because <laughs> we played against him in high school and had 28 points on him. Yeah. So when I was coaching high school, he was playing at Bearden High School in Tennessee, and they won the state championship, and we won the state championship, and we met and we played a game in Mississippi. And I remember the day before the game, I'm looking at his tape, and because it, like it's a non-league game and all that, so I'm like, so you don't spend a ton of time on it, but you look at the day before and like, I just call my sister. Like, who is? This? I started to text somewhere. I'm like, who in the world is this guy? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. And so we go out there and he has 28 points on us. I, I remember it. And so um, it's funny how you remember things and how like things intertwine. Like I, I don't remember a lot of players off other teams. It's just not, not me. I usually forget that. I don't, I don't remember the details of them after the games played. Right. That always stuck with me. It always stuck with me. You know, sometimes maybe things happen for reasons. Stuck with me, and then we ended up united. And um, you know, he's had a great great uh, career here so far his uh he had a knee injury that he's had to overcome mm -hmm. and um you know he's but he's as dynamic as anybody in the league when he's healthy absolutely how critical is this game for you all tonight yes it means winning a regular season socon championship but also given the tight uh tight race of that trio up at the top yep. you aren't having to be two of the three on your way to winning a conference tournament championship how much emphasis are you putting on tonight's game well, you know, the the reality of, of it is we, we just want to play well. That's what we would tell our players. You don't want to put pressure on seeding or this or that. We obviously know there's advantages to seeding, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, you know, you obviously play to play your best so you can have a better seat. You know, the, uh, you know, being, you know, if we, if we, if we win today being outright champs, obviously that's a bigger accomplishment than being co-champs, right? But the, um, the truth is, man, we've had a great season, and I know that the our players are going to do everything they can in this game to play their best, mm -hmm. right? And then we just we we'll let the chips fall where they may. You know, it, to win the conference tournament, regardless of your seed next next week, you got to play three great games. Mm -hmm. That's that's I said anybody in this league can pop you. You know, you see that. You know, Furman plays Citadel. Citadel beats Furman. Citadel is not one of the top four teams in the league right now. Citadel came here as a three-point game with about 30 seconds left, right? You've seen VMI. VMI here is a single-digit game under the 10-minute mark here. They're not the top of the league. All these teams are well-coached. They have good players. They can get going from the three-point line. So the seeding is important. It helps you, but it's not as important as playing your best basketball. Yes, sir. Last question for you here, Coach. What would it mean to you? being a guy coaching here in Birmingham to lead the Sanford Bulldogs to an NCAA tournament if you are able to win three straight next week? I mean, a lot. We, you know, I, I mean, more if we get the NCAA tournament and we win some games. Right? <laughs> yes, sir. So that's kind of really what we want to do. You know, we want to play our best basketball. If we play our best basketball, I think anybody in our league that gets to the tournament has a real chance to win. And we, so The SOCON doesn't play just, just to be there. If you look at the last couple of years, all those games have been single-digit games. I mean, mm -hmm. it, right down to the wire. I mean, we've had teams in our league go to the lead eight, right? right? You know, and people forget Steph Curry played in this league, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, you know, it'd be a great deal. But again, we just got to focus on what we can control, which is playing our best and hopefully we play play our best today. You're gonna see this that for people that don't know, I'm really glad you're here because people don't know what we have going on here. When you don't feel this in this building right here, right? You don't feel mid-major places, and sometimes there are mid-major places out there that are 
facilities are so big that hey, there's people there, but you don't feel it. Like right. we're about to feel this. <laughs> and um, that's what I want people to know that in the middle of Alabama, what people perceive as a football place right here, we have Auburn, who's a top basketball team. We have UAB, who's playing great. You have Alabama, who's the top two, three team in the country. Mm-hmm. And then now you're going to see this with us, who's you know right in first place of their league. And you're going to feel that this is a basketball state just as well as a football state here in Alabama. Yes, sir. I got goosebumps hearing that, Coach. I can't wait for tonight. Thank you so much for your time. Wishing you and Sanford best of luck the rest of the way. No doubt, man. Appreciate you being here. <laughs> Thank you.